Alola. Nope, nope, Alola. Fast and quick. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 10th Alola. episode of our miniseries Alola from, from Pokemon, Pokemon Sun, Sun and, and Moon. Moon. There you go. The dual action of the two guests joining me today, <laughs> Micah. Hello, uh, it's your boy. And Irene. Hi there. I'm um, your host, SBJ. If this is your first time listening, this is our mini series covering our experiences through playing Pokemon Sun and Moon. We will be talking about, well, spoilers right off the bat. If you're jumping in on episode 10, probably not the right decision, but we're going to warn you what we're going to be talking about a little bit briefly before we dive in. We're going to talk about uh, going back to the Ether House after battling Guzma. And we are going to end that with going to the Ether Foundation and what happens there. And that will wrap up this episode. Uh, I think we can just jump right in. We're behind the curtain here. We're recording the rest of the series tonight and then putting them out for the rest of the week. Just because we all finished the game. So hopefully we finish the game. We know what's going to happen. This is a big plot point that's going to happen in the story that I think we all have our what our thoughts were at the time. And we're not going to obviously carry those over because we do know what happens at the end but i think the real challenge here is to ramp up the excitement as the night goes on rather than what's likely gonna happen and tank and tank by the end of it yelling for the last one yeah we could just (laughs) scream at each other for a half hour that's fine i mean i'm i love screaming right Uh, we all love screaming at each Uh, other who doesn't uh, all right so mm -hmm. we leave Poe Town, and we return back to the Ether house. And we find out from how that Lily has gone missing. Right away, obviously, a lot of stuff going on. Gladian comes. He's upset that Lily has gone missing. Not so much because it was Lily, mostly because she had Cosmog. <laughs> and he warned us earlier how uh, you couldn't let Cosmog fall into the wrong hands. We screwed up, basically. We dropped the ball. And so that led into... Gladion being very angry and challenging you to a Pokemon battle. Of course, because that's naturally what you do when you're upset. Yes. About anything. <laughs> Resort uh, to Pokemon battles. Not too much trouble here. He He's using the same Pokemon. His... Type Null. Type Null. Golbat. 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 Yeah, those are. I think he only has two. It, it, yeah. d- it doesn't matter too much because after the battle is complete. Because he gets rocked. Because he, he gets bodied. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> he apologizes for the, for the battle. Kind Said of it was pointless. Breaks down that, hey, I'll help you find Lily, mostly because I want to make sure that Cosmog is okay. He apologizes and then he yells at you immediately afterwards. Yeah, he's a great person. <laughs> he's sending me mixed signals. He tells us that the only place to go or where where he thinks they are is the the Ether Foundation. We know at the beginning of the I game. Think, I think this is the first point where you really start to question what's going on with the Ether Foundation. Yeah, this is correct. Right. I think this is the point in the story where in X and Y where it's nothing but Team Plasma for the next hour, <laughs> and it, it you would you would have thought that the last episode when we were in Poe Town, you would have thought that that was that situation, right? Like, okay, like I beat Guzma, we're done with this. Let's move on. Now I get to focus on my trials. Yeah, just kidding. 
a lot happens. You go from yeah. finishing a trial to right into... Because you finished the trial with Ace Rolla, right into Poe Town, right into now this situation. It's a big chunk of, like, game progress, story progress. Yeah, and, and, and not only that, as you as you dock to go to the Ether Foundation, Nanu, who we met earlier, he was the police officer. The old man. The old Ace Rolla's uncle just jumps out of nowhere and goes, hey, I'm Grand Trial Master. He's the spurned old cop. And just battles you on the dock, even though you have something eager to go to. I was two weeks out from retirement. Got me doing grand trials. <laughs> Isn't he the island kahuna? Yeah. 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 The... yeah. Which is funny because at the end of Potown, he says, well, if someone is as powerful as you and can beat all of Team Skull, it's pointless for me to battle you because I know I'm going to lose. And then he's like, well, I guess I need to battle you anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have it down. And he said something like, if only Team Skull could have kept to themselves and stay in Poe Town. And then that's when he initiated the battle. To me, it seemed like I didn't know you were leaving so fast. So let's get this out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> he was like lurking in the bushes, though. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like is a spurned old cop thing to do. I feel like out of all the kahunas we've battled, he's kind of the weakest character. And I don't mean that in... He's definitely super interesting, and there's probably a lot about him. The game just doesn't give us any of that. I mean, what more do you get from Olivia than you, that you didn't about Nanu? Because I, I think we've gotten pretty much the same amount of information. You get the... I would agree with that. But you get the welcoming with Olivia. I actually feel like we got more out of Nanu than we Same. did out of Olivia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you get the whole uh, like pre and post Po Town with him, where he's talking about the city and he's talking about or the village and he's talking about his troubles with them and yeah, and then you like, get like insight into his backstory. And then Ace Rolla shows up, Olivia. and she's like, oh, this is my uncle. So, I don't know. I yeah, think that we got... With Olivia, you get the greeting. That's like three seconds long. <laughs> you, you get her in the Diglett cave, if you, if you went down that route. But you, you also get her whole house. Oh, her shop? You mean? Well, you can go upstairs in her room and lay in her bed. Uh, that's, that's not weird at all. <laughs> well, you can lay on everyone's bed. <laughs> You get her whole house, and then you what get did her bed. Smell like is the important question. Because... You know, I didn't. That wasn't a crucial note that I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> and then you get the battle with her in the lead up. I would just say you get a little bit more because of the house, and that's up to the player if they spent time in that or not. But we know that Ace Rolla's dad wrote that book, and we know Ace Rolla is the ghost trial captain. Yeah, so it's, it's there's just, a lot about those two characters. Yeah, combined. so it's just there has to be some sort of history, more history with Nanu that they're clearly not sharing because his character in itself is more of a a, a closed door. Yeah, maybe. I guess I want I, guess. I want to know more about Nanu where I feel like I know enough about Olivia. So that's the difference, though. Like you are looking for more information, even though we've already gotten more information. About Nanu, but like because Olivia didn't contribute much, I think that Did, I mean didn't contribute like Nanu like 
slides in at the end and goes, "Hey, battle me. I know you're. I know you have important stuff to do, but we need to get this out of the as way." As far as motives, he's definitely a weaker character. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, is the battle done? Like, I need to I go home." I guess the difference is. I need to go home to my meows. Hala and Olivia, there was a little bit of buildup of like, yeah, I'm going to battle this trial captain. So it almost felt a little more important. Or not captain, Kahuna. Uh, where Nandy was like, I guess I have to battle you because I have to battle you. Did you get to see yeah, where Hala he... lives? Yeah. And can you lay in his bed and what does it smell yeah, like? That, oh, he had like a sumo house. Yeah, what that was a correction. Because like? we, we thought or we suggested that Hala was in the... Hala's house was the one with the pool i thought we were saying that was oh. how's house oh yeah, yeah sorry hala and how have the same house oh okay it's behind so the giant get to smell his yeah bed. it's behind the giant wooden stage that you get your pokemon on got it but the house that we thought was originally house which in retrospect makes no sense because why would how live in a different town than his grandfather uh that was actually alima's house wait which one the the first trial person yeah i know alima though in the first big city with the first place to buy clothes yes it's the room with the two monitors and all the comic books and then the big pool outside it's like that rich house that's alima's yeah that's alima's i thought that was house no and hala's (laughs) because that doesn't make sense because how and hala live in the starting town iki town or whatever yeah I don't know the town. Do they? I can't even speak I, English I more guess. or less. Say know. Hawaiian town. Listen, names. I don't care that much. <laughs> anyway, I just want to know what their beds smell like. Can we do a separate podcast that's just about the, the bed, sm- the yeah. smells of Alola? We're gonna start a separate podcast where we go to people's houses, lay and, in their beds, and smell uh, their beds. You, Re- you, report on them. You guys can do that. If you want us to come to your house, lay in your bed, and smell it right into the podcast right in with a handwritten letter that's the only it's the only way we'll snail accept mail it. As we accept send it to the p.o box we battle nanu for the kahuna i actually struggled with this fight a little bit anything in particular any pokemon the croc rock was real rough for me see it was dark primarily yes got he, it he was the sableye croc rock persian Okay, because I, I I just brick breaked all my way right through. Brick break, brick break, brick break right through. Uh, he was doing a combination of uh something to confuse my Pokemon, and then earthquake. Oh, okay, and that combination was just destroying I me. I don't think he ever did an earthquake with me. Really? I think it was one shot after one shot. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I struggled with this. I mean, I didn't. St- the Sableye and the Persian were fine, but the Croc Rock was definitely the one that got you. I was having a rough, rough time with it. I liked that after we beat him, Nanu was like, "Congrats or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote that in my notes. He doesn't care. I mean, it's interesting. Also, him doing the dance for the Z move was really great as well. I'm so bummed out. <laughs> like, Nanu oh, is I'm my spirit animal. Want to know more about him? Maybe in the future. Uh, all right, so we. Take that boat right over to the Ether Foundation to find out what's going on. We're done with Ula Ula Island. We're That's done with Ula Ula. Deal. Yeah. Well, we have to go back. Can you for put a other... sound clip in here? Like we have a... to go back. We have to go back for something else, back, but that's Kate. later on. That's later on. So we get to the Ether Foundation. I want to kind of run through this, and then I'm going to run through the whole thing real quick. All right. I know there's a lot of parts, but I don't think the we have Aether to. Fo- yeah, I don't think okay. we have to talk about everything. 
I really like though. Once we get there, how is like what is happening? We have nothing. What is going yeah. on? So it's it's you know the the classic boy band of how you. Well, I guess if you're playing as a girl, it's not a boy band anymore. But how you and Gladian, you arrive there. I'm gonna bullet point everything that happens. We're gonna break this down because right. a lot happens, and I don't want to get stuck on one thing in particular. So you get there right off the bat. You have a confrontation with Faba. Can we talk about that for? F- Five to ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You have the confrontation with Faba. You battle him in a double battle with, I think, How. I don't remember. I I do remember this because I accidentally thunderbolted How's Vaporeon and took out How's Vaporeon on accident because I clicked the wrong button, uh, which was funny in retrospect. You battle Faba. Faba tells you to go that the, the where you need to look is downstairs, which is actually false. But while you're downstairs, Gladion checks one room. But you don't know that at you the time. You don't know that, yeah. That Gladion false. checks one room. You check the other room. Uh, you don't find anything too revealing unless you check Gladion's room where you find out about a Pokemon called Type Full. We'll get to that. After that, you actually go back up and you battle Faba again. Maybe this was the double battle, actually. You battle. Yeah, the double battle was second. Okay, so you battle Faba again. Faba says that he has the key to get through the door that you want to. And I think it's how that makes an excellent point of, you know, if you weren't here with the key, we'd have no way of getting through. Really? Yeah. yeah. And Faba was even, like, Faba's uh, like, oh, you're right. <laughs> like, that, that, that's actually pretty smart. Huh. Uh, so you beat Faba. You get through the door. This is where we get one of the biggest reveals in the game. We see nothing but team skull grunts laying out on the floor oh i guess scattered around oh i guess this entire time team skull and the ether foundation are working together in some sort of capacity uh after that you do get to guzma he is there and we get the other reveal after we see lucamine i think there were like three reveals yeah that's why i'm bullet pointing all of this so we can go back so we get the reveal that uh, Lusamine now has Cosmog because they were the one that captured Lily. And Lily and Gladion are kids of Lusamine. What? What? And we go into a battle. I missed something. We go into a battle with Lusamine, and that's where we're going to end the episode. But let's... That's it. It's over. Bye. All right. We'll see you guys next week. This has been recaps with SBJ. (laughs) Recap up. Uh, So let's break this down. A lot happens. I don't think the Faba stuff is that interesting, but I do want to spend a little time on type full. But that's up to you guys. Is there anything before type full you want to bring up before we get there? Uh, I mean, there's just... I feel like from the second that we were about to go to the Aether Foundation? Paradise? Foundation. Paradise. 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 Um, I was like, hmm, something seems fishy. So I was pretty much like, okay. Oh, there were a few things that I thought were interesting in terms of dialogue during that uh, Faba interaction. Someone said to someone else, you of all people should know everything that happens in the Ether Foundation isn't right. Yeah, Gladion says that to Faba. And then it's oh, kind of like... Oh, yeah, I know hmm, what you're talking about. Because it's... Well, I was confused. I mean, I wasn't confused. Like, I was already getting it, and I was suspicious of this from the get. Yeah. But 
it still wasn't completely clear. So when you get there and you start battling Aether Foundation employees, I was like, okay, it's pretty obvious that. Uh, let's let's jump to. We're jumping around here. Let's let's talk about Typeful because in reality, I actually didn't encounter this. You didn't. This is news to me. You didn't encounter Typeful. No, I didn't. But I encountered a different computer entry for cosmog i did too yeah that was the room you're supposed to check yes yeah yep so when you get to the basement and you're looking through the labs there's two labs there's the one that gladion is in front of and then there's the one that's open that you're supposed to look in b and when you go in that one there's two employees or whatever in there and i think you battle them and then there's a computer in there and on that computer, you can look and you can read entries about Cosmog. And what it says is that Cosmog is actually an ultra beast. And when it's under stress, it has the ability to open the ultra wormhole so that it can escape and get away from its stress. What they're doing at Aether Foundation is they're experimenting on Cosmog to put it under extreme duress so that they can open the ultra wormhole, which already to me explains why Lily then took it because she clearly has cared for Cosmog throughout this entire, the entire game so far. Yep. And she's concerned for it. All right. So let's talk about type full because that's the room that was optional to check. So the room you have to check is Cosmog. Yeah. So uh, if you read it, you find out some more about Cosmog. If you go back and you check Gladion's room, you find out about Typeful. Now, Micah, you said you didn't check this room? I did not. You were speed running to the end? No, I tried to go back into that room after I left the first room, and Gladion was standing in front of it and wouldn't let me in. Same. Yeah, so the way to open the room is when you go back to the elevator, then Gladion then you joins back. you. I see. But you can turn around real quick. Because, yeah, he's blocking the door. Uh, when you go in there, you do learn that um, that type full was a Pokemon that was based off legendary slash mythical Pokemon that, w- that was originally designed to take out the Ultra Beast. It was developed by the Aether Foundation to, ca- to uh, capture Ultra Beast, and the experiment failed. And so because it failed, it wasn't type full, it was type null. It wasn't up to its potential of what it could be. And then because we learned that both Cosmog and type null are related to Ultra Beasts in particular, this is why it makes sense why Gladion has type null. And so we take the elevator up and we see all the team skull grunts laying on the ground, hanging out, having a good time, taking a snooze. There's probably like 30 or 40 of them. And we walk. Were they sleeping or were they? I got the impression they were. I think some of them were sleeping. They're already I dead. I couldn't talk to I them. I don't think they were dead. Uh-oh. I don't think we've seen any humans Played two die, different games here. die in the Pokemon universe. Uh, we go forward and we see that Guzma is there. So that kind of. I don't know if there was speculation that Guz, that Team Skull and the Ether Foundation were working together, but uh, Irene, what was your impressions when you saw Team Skull hanging out at the Ether Paradise? At this point, uh, my immediate thought was, "Oh, so they are working together or not?" Because I wasn't sure whether or not it was like 
they're just here because I don't know, maybe they're going to steal Pokemon or something like that. Like I had a few suspicions, but this is the first point where we saw Team Skull people at the at Ether Paradise. So, oh, um, I think is it. Well, someone someone said that this is a sponsor for that supports Team Skull. This is for the sponsor that supports Team Skull about referring to the Ether Foundation. So it does that shot of all the Team Skull people and then Guzma's at the end. And... Oh, I see. It's something that one of the grunts say after you battle them. Was this shocking to you that you saw Team Skull here, Micah? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'm pretty capable of putting two and two together at this point. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to the story of Pokemon games. It's not the most <laughs> complex storylines. I was getting the gist of it when uh, Gladion was part of. Team I mean, Skull I've said since way. the beginning that I had suspected it, the Aether Foundation to some degree based on that first cutscene alone. And when Gladion started to turn on Team Skull. I started to feel like maybe we were going to see the real enemy, and I feel like it made sense that this was the outcome. Yeah. To to what degree? I was not really ex- expecting. I guess I was I I wasn't shocked like it like I was putting the pieces together like you were. I was I was a little wowed that just the way it panned down and showed all these like grunts laying on the ground or just sitting in yeah. the eat like I don't know if that was ever explained what they were doing or maybe I missed that but it was just like why are you guys I think it makes sense that they were they were not in any of the main rooms right because you don't want to show that that partnership but like why are the grunts here in this room unless they just followed Guzma in right so when you enter that room it's Gladion and Guzma facing off at the end of the grunts. Like the hallway of the grunts. Yeah. So maybe Gladion just fought his way through those grunts to get to Guzma. And that's why they seem disinterested in you being there. I that <laughs> I mean I mean no that that makes more sense than them just be I like, don't know why they would just be laying around. Like, yeah, why would you follow Guzma to this place and just lay around unless maybe you were defeated? Yeah. Irene, was this a shocker to you? Uh, at this point, I wasn't shocked uh, because of all the previous instances that were going on since we arrived there. Yeah, no, I wasn't really surprised. All right. All right. Uh, so we get to Guzma at the end. Him and Gladion fight it out, right? Yep. Uh, he says something that I didn't even actually really put together until just now. When he finishes with when him and Gladion finish their fight, he says that he, he admires beats, him. He beats Gladion, right? Uh, I don't recall, but um, yeah, he does actually. Guzma beats Gladion, right? And then Guzma, I guess, kind of gloating, says that he admires Gladion for leaving home and rejecting his mother and joining Team Skull. Only to wind up back at the Aether Paradise, which I didn't even really make that connection or like what he specifically he was saying mm-hmm. 
until reading my notes. But well, before that, I'm I'm. It's right before uh, we battle him. But Guzma says, "Oh, you're such a sad kid, even going against your mom." So that's before we battle him. Yeah, and then the other part is after because we battle him right after he beats Gladion. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we beat Guzma. He, like always, is very angry that he lost. He's mad at himself. Guzma, how could you? I don't. <laughs> I think he says something. How like, could you? Something along the lines. And we step forward, and we see that Lusamine is with Lily, and Lusamine has control of Cosmog. The pan around of Lusamine's main room. I would. I would assume that this is her office. Uh, is a bunch of Pokemon frozen in glass slash ice slash... They're all Mewtwo. They're all variations on Mewtwo. <laughs> frozen in something. Stasis. Sta- stasis water. I, re- I remember seeing... It's fluid. It's the, science fluid. There, there's six or seven Pokemon frozen that you see. I, the one that stood out to me was a, a Pikachu. I don't know if you wrote yes. down any of the other ones that were... Frozen in stasis. I think maybe a meowth. I just, I just thought, to, I just thought to myself while we were panning and seeing the frozen Pokemon. One, that's maybe the most grim thing we've seen in a Pokemon game to see Pokemon frozen as trophies, because that's what they were. Right. That's what they are to Lusamine is trophies, and we kind of got that hint earlier when when she first is encountered- it though is it the stasis juice so that she can extract their life force and use it to make herself younger Ooh, yeah so, i feel like it could still go either way right yeah the jury is out <laughs> on uh how she stays the so first young time you encounter ubo1 she does make mention that she wants to capture it for her collection yes and which for the record it's not called ubo1 in the thing is it it hasn't it has its it has name, a name doesn't it? but i don't think we learn its name until once we go through the whole but when it's not it's just question marks right like they yeah, don't actually yeah. call any of them ub dash right, one yeah. or whatever it's a uh, game which i actually expected because of the reveals but so when she does the whole like i want to add ubo one to my collection because it's a super rare pokemon and then they pan her office uh of these Pokemon that she has as, as trophies, none of them are like rare or exotic. No. It's not like she has a Lugia. I caught all those on the way here <laughs> with like, hey, little to no effort. Three islands, and I got some extra quick balls if you want. I threw three normal Pokeballs and got those Pokemon. <laughs> if, you want, if you want access to my PC, I can give you some more. Not, a, not, not even like a Butterfree or something. No. Like a Pidgeot or. Something nope. you have to put a little nope. effort into. <laughs> Just, you know, Pikachus and, and Meowth hanging out. Maybe it was that they were non-Alolan. Yeah, I think you. I think the, the Meowth might have been non-Alolan. And maybe maybe that was rare to her. But listen, not where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, get the, we get the reveal here at this point that Lusamine is Lily's and Gladion's mom. And it all kind of comes together that she doesn't care about Cosmog the way Lily does. She sees Cosmog as a key to open up the wormhole to get access to the ether 
to get access to the Ultra Beast. Yes. Seems like she's the, obsessed with collecting them. It seems like the Ultra Beasts can open the wormhole on their end, as we saw earlier in the game. Yeah. What we saw twice. We saw right outside meeting Professor Kukui's wife, and then we saw when we were in the Well, it tried to. It, it started to open the wormhole. I don't know if that's clear, though, if that was Cosmog or not, though, because Cosmog also has the ability to open the... Yeah, but when we're in the Ether Foundation the first time, Cosmog's not... Lily's not with you. It's only you and How. Yeah. And uh, s- oh, yeah, you're right. And then the wormhole opens. And Where you- was Lily at that point? Didn't Cosmog run off or something? Cosmog's always running off. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if Cosmog, your question is, did Cosmog trouble. run off? My answer is going to be yes, of it's course. probably yes. All right, so let's talk about this, this, this twist, which in retrospect is real obvious. They all have blonde hair. Yep. They all have the same eyes. Yeah. Irene, was this an OMG moment for you? Kind of, I guess. Uh, because right after we beat Guzma, I was like, Lily's totally her kid. So, and I was like, I feel like a moron. Um, so by the time that reveal happened, I wasn't surprised. And I was just thinking about like all the similarities that she, Gladion, and Lucimine had. I feel like potentially it could have been an OMG moment, but... I mean, isn't that still an OMG, even though you kind of figured it out maybe like two minutes before they told you? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think... And we, we speculated a lot. On, on shows earlier and I obviously Michael listens to the show when he's not on it so we, we talk about speculation but I don't think anyone thought that speculation speculation I don't think anyone thought that Lily and Lucimine were related I think maybe one or two people might have said that but I too, everybody was too busy thinking that Lily and Lucimine were human versions of UBs yeah or and then no, I, re- no, I re- they threw a curveball. <laughs> I remember seeing charts and graphs and Excel <laughs> spreadsheets of all right, this UB is Gladion, this UB is Lily, this UB is How, and none of that was true. Like Ma- I, maybe I'm sure you some, don't know that. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure some of our listeners. I'm sure there are people on the internet. You that, don't know that, man. That maybe. <laughs> The Ultra Beasts are an alternate reality version of those characters. Maybe. Pokemon lore. We'll, we'll wait to Pokemon Star Z version for that. Uh, but yeah, the true reveal. I saw so many, and I'm sure there are listeners who, before the game came out, they that was their theory, and you know, props to you. But reading theory after theory, I didn't see anyone put those two together and then run hard with it like they did... With the fact that, oh, Lily and UB01 are, are based off each other. Or Gladion and UB02 are based off each other. UB02 being that like bulk mosquito because it was black and red. And Gladion had a black and red shirt. And people went nuts. Cause that's got to be it, right? Got to be it. He's a buff mosquito. I do. So this is just a theory. I wanted to bring this, guy, this up because I thought this was interesting. I wanted to know your guys' opinions. At the beginning of the game, and the, I, I am so sorry to the listener or Reddit person. I don't even remember where I read this. This was like a week ago. There's a point at the beginning of the game where Lily asks you if your mom dresses you or not. And you can either say, oh. you can either say yes or no. That's weird. Yeah. And when you get 
this is getting a little ahead, but after... No, well, I mean, I, I, to, I know in my notes, because the way that they had... Because they showed that scene between Lily and Lusamine, and they did a pan around so you could see that they were basically wearing the same thing. Oh, along was this with- when she was at the... Um- when you got to the clothing store on yeah, the, the second first, island? Yeah, the first clothing uh, store. I think I got a different question than that based on where what I answered prior. With the runes question? I feel, Maybe. I, feel I like don't know. The first time you go in the store, she just... The first time you shop, I believe she asked that question. Oh, uh, okay. But I clearly missed this. She asked you if... I missed it too. Like I, I only remembered it because I reread it of like, do you guys remember this question? I was like, oh yeah, but at the time... like. I didn't care. I just wanted new clothes. Yeah, who cares? Get out of my way. Let me. I'm trying to get dressed up. Let me shop for a new hat. So she asks whether your mom dresses you or not. So the theory is, now that we know that Lusamine is her mom, after after Lusamine breaks off and goes through the wormhole, which we're going to talk about, after she goes through the wormhole and Lily accepts that. Her mom is evil and she doesn't like her mom and this is why she ran away with Cosmog and everything. She changes her outfit. Yeah. Okay. So going back to her original outfit and kind of giving people credit for that theory, do you think that Lusamine dressed Lily based off UBO1 because she was so obsessed with UBO1? That's the theory. And that's why Lily asks if you dress yourself because she was so used to her mom dressing her, and her mom's vision was she considered UBO1 more important than her child. Huh. All of that makes sense to me because it's been, it was really, really emphasized about what Lucimine think thought was beautiful and how she didn't think that Lily was beautiful. Oh, or good she enough, straight up says. Or either, or either yeah. And, I wrote one of the quotes I wrote from the, that encounter is. Lucimine saying to Lily, she's not beautiful enough for her world. <laughs> yep. But yeah. she'll let her stay to watch her summon the Ultra Beast. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we that were, theory makes total sense. We were just, we were joking about people saying Gladion and EBO2, and, you know, yeah. But I do th- give credit where credit d- is due. I can see why people think Lily and UBO1 at least share yeah. similarities. That makes sense. But just, it's, just, I that, wasn't. It completely caught me off guard, but yeah, I just think it, I just think it was interesting, nonetheless. Okay, so I do like that theory, though. I like I like a good uh, super theory, juicy theory. I mean, just good... just like thinking about Lily's hat and how the yeah. other like that's a big thing, right? Too. I think that's the one that sparked all of the suspicion. Yeah, that absolutely. They all... And and I the problem with that theory is this Pokemon is based on Lily when. Once you flip that theory around and you say Lusamine dressed up Lily because she was so obsessed with that Pokemon, now that's a theory I can get behind. So then because what's I- the excuse for Gladion's hair is my question. Well, when when you you run oh, away wait, from there your, is no excuse. When you well, run they have away the from same, your... they have the same bangs. Lucimine and Gladion have the same exact bangs. And who's paying for the who's paying for their haircuts if they ran away from their mom? Team Skull. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, so Lily and Gladion understand that Cosmog opens the wormhole portal for Ultra. Uh, is it? It's Ultra Space, right? I'm pretty sure when you go. Yeah, I don't know. They just call it the Ultra Wormhole. They just call it the Wormhole. I, think, I don't know if they say what the like 
upside down is or what the other <laughs> you know when you go to a new town it, on the lower screen it says where you are yeah spoiler when you go there because you have to um does it say ultra space i think it's says ultra space oh. like that's what the region that is called sense. lily cares about cosmog nebby she believes that if her mom uses cosmog to open the wormhole which is what happens that nebby would die and a pokemon's life is Important, especially yes. when you're attached. Lucimine says a lot of mean things to Lily. Micah yep. quoted some. She also says that she she explicitly states that Lily took Cosmog from her, stole her, stole, stole Cosmog hit. from her, and that Gladion stole Type Null from her. And these those are two specific. What we learned earlier, those are two yes. specific things that have to do with the Ultra Beast. Type Full was supposed to be able to damage and weaken them yes nebby was supposed to open the gate and then i don't i miss this i understand that there's an ultra beast ball i don't know when they mentioned that because i feel like that went all over my head is it mentioned in the situation yeah because I... she's talking about how they've been developing a special pokeball for it and then they do a zoom into it before she opens it because that's when they're the there's the cut scene Oh, okay. With Hala and all the things happening. Oh, yeah, because they pan back out to Hala. Yep. So she There's op- too much happening. Yeah, she opens the wormhole, and the Ultra Beasts come out, and we see Hala have an interaction with one. We see, an- we see, we pretty much see Ultra Beasts fly to different planets. Right. And the first thing I think is, oh, okay, at the end of the game, this is where I'm going to get them. Yep. They're you gotta, all, you gotta make your pit stops. They're all lined up for me. She says some mean things about Gladion and Lily. She jumps through the, the, the wormhole. When this was happening, I thought that all the Ultra Beasts were going to turn against Lusamine. But then that's when the battle started. And all of that other stuff happened. Yeah, yeah, you do battle her. I don't think I had too much difficulty Everybody's with battling. All the Ultra Beasts are battling across the... Yeah, they're, they're battling across. You do this battle- is also the key, like, that cave painting scene that everyone was speculating on of Tapu Koko versus the bug Ultra Beast. UBO2. Yeah. Or three. That's or happening with Hala at this time. Yes. That apparently it was also being... Uh, captured in cave painting form <laughs> at that moment. Hala has like one line with, which is like something along the lines of, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> Classic Hala. Vintage Hala. You battle Lusamine, you defeat her. She doesn't really care. Like no, that battle. Like, she got pretty whiny afterwards, actually. She did, but it's not and like the- that stopped what she was doing. Like she still used Cosmog to open. The, the door and she jumps through we then learn at this point when she jumps through that guzma would you say that guzma just likes her like has a crush on her has feelings or i didn't really see like a respect as a boss even though i think even that he wants her to care about him that's what i got too that's the impression i get my impression is guzma liked lucimine crush love interest but Lusamine saw Guzma as just an employee. A tool. A for, tool. Yep. Yeah. He do, yeah, not much happens between them now. In that situation. Right. Yeah. There's the battle, and 
Um, this actually is the point that if you didn't read about type null or type full or whatever, you learn about it now when Gladion is saying that he's going to kill all the Ultra Beasts with type null because that's what type null was born for. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, and so Lusamine and Guzma jump through the portal. Guzma didn't seem like he wanted to go, but he cared about Lusamine. He's so. got to catch that beast. <laughs> so he went through. With the beast balls. The portal zip, zips up and... With an actual zipper. Yes. Zips right up and we see Nebby kind of not die, but like... Changed forms. Phoenix, Phoenix reborn into... An egg. Uh, it's a legit egg. Like space a Game egg. Boy Advance Yeah, it's a space thing. egg. Game Boy Advance space egg. Let's put more words on this. <laughs> Let's just keep describing it. It's a, uh, it's like a cotton sm- candy. It's, it's, it's like a smaller nebby, but with like a hard shell around it, like a jawbreaker. Yeah, it's a jawbreaker. Jo- jawbreaker cotton candy. We got there. S- space Game Boy egg, and that's it. They're gone. It and- was unclear to me at this moment whether or not we took nebby with us, because. Lily's like, oh no, Nebby, and everybody's like, we gotta go, and they just leave, but nobody <laughs> visually grabs Cosmog. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's that. Yeah, I mean, it zips up, there's really nothing to do in that room. You you walk out, and Wiki is there. She kind of apologizes, and then offers you rooms, and... Because technically that's where Gladion and Lily live. They have their own rooms. Correct. And you go to your room and you rest with How, and then when you're ready, you meet back up. And this is where we Don't you sleep in like Lucimine's bed or Lily's bed or it's somebody's I, I, bed I'm that's pr- real awkward. I'm like pretty, it's- <laughs> I th- I think from what I remember is Lucimine and Lily shared a room. That's true. Yep. Yeah. There's I don't know, man. What did the Which, bed smell like? <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I don't think I smelled those bed, but I do. I do think that subscribes to that theory that Lucamine really wanted Lily to be. Yeah. Um. That's making more sense now. I'm piecing that together from. Yeah. I think I it's, like that theory. It's a good theory. I like it too. Uh. So, Wiki re- Wiki rests up. She asks if there's anything you can do. We see Lily in a new outfit. Her. Z form, as she says, her mega form. I mean, it's a form. That's for sure. It's she. You know, she's still Lily. Yeah, she takes off her hat. She has a new outfit. She ex- explains that she got those clothes earlier. And this is kind of the point where I'm starting to realize, like, oh, we're gonna get a lot of Lily dialogue going forward. But we don't get that. I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, we don't get that much. Well, oh, we'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> well, I guess that's that's where we end, right? Yeah, I they make a lot of. Do we want to talk about the conversation in the mansion before they? Yeah, depart? we can do, no. Let's let's talk about that now, but because we're gonna start next episode off at Pony Island. Okay, so which they, is the, the fourth island? But let's finish up here. Gladion like really quickly changes his t- his tune and is like, I need to go save my mom. Because it's not right to leave her in there. And Lily kind of expresses that too. Yeah. I don't know if she does it right now or first thing on Pony Island, but right. she, she does say, like, my mom is a terrible woman. 
the resolve of these kids to be like, oh, my mom just told me that I'm literally ugly, but we better go save her. Yeah. I mean, I, th- that that to me shows a maturity level, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, my mom, like, I can relate to that personally. My dad sucks. And. Hey, what's up? SPJ's dad. And. SB. SB. S- yeah. S- hey, SB. SBS. Does that c- count? Isn't there like a middleman between the senior and the junior? No. No. Really? It, yeah. I mean, if you're a senior, you just don't use it. Oh, okay. The only reason, the only time I've seen seniors use it is if there's like a third. Oh. Like SB3. My parents were hippies, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I've said this before, maybe not on this podcast, but on different podcasts. You know, my dad is not the nicest person. He's not somebody I get along with, but... When he did have a heart attack, which has been twice now, it was hard for me not to go to the hospital, right, and, like, visit him. Right. So I get, like, I can relate. And I remember specifically when he nearly chopped his arm off with yeah. a chainsaw that you were pre- you were pretty upset. Yeah. Like, noticeably upset. And now that he's okay, I go back to, I don't want to see him. Yeah. But when he was almost, when he almost chopped off his arm, which is a whole other story... That w- there was concern there. So I can relate to Gladion and Lily. This got of, heavy real quick. Of my mom's a terrible person, but it's still my mom. Right. And I think that shows a lot of, you know, trying to fix slash address the problem. Because if you just ignore it, then that doesn't, doesn't solve it anything. It doesn't solve anything. So I agree. Uh, I think it, I will note though that we've, touched on certain things that i think built up to this almost as maybe like like uh hints at what the main story was going to be like we got the bit about the kid running away from home with his dad in the house on that route like route four or whatever it was we got the bit with the kid and his dad fighting at the facility garbage the garbage facility um there's been Hints here and there throughout like the entire game of family issues, parents yeah. and their kids not getting along because of, you know, communication breakdowns or whatever it is, or them not understanding each other. And I feel like the core message of the game is really coming to fruition here in that parents and their kids need to listen to each other, or understand each other, yeah. respect each other. It's safe to say at this point, and this is kind of where I, I wanted, I, I have enjoyed Sun and Moon up to this point, but there was, always, there was always that worry in the back of my head that it was going to go down the save the world route, right? And yeah. I've expressed that, you know, some people dig that, I don't, but, you know, the entire- I knew at that point when you were saying that you were excited that it was or you wanted to not be saving the world i yeah and when we had the infamous gen 5 discussion that everybody (laughs) hated (laughs) i already knew at that point and i was like oh man i can't wait to hear and and when when that portal zips up and they're gone there was like a sigh of relief of i don't have to save the world like, yeah, the Ultra Beast getting out is bad, but at no point the game says, oh, yeah, it's bad, and they're, like, wreaking havoc around. They're wreaking, yeah. 
they are they are out they are wreaking havoc they are dangerous but they are the there are the guardians of the islands that are in place there are the kahunas that are in place like there are it's not just there are other powers that right it's just it's be. not there's a giant cannon that's going to blow up the world you 10 year old are the only person literally the only can person. stop said cannon this is your cannon you're responsible for this and the game does if this cannon <laughs> blows up the world literally you are responsible for this you i know you're only 10 years who old will hold you responsible if the world is blown up literally everyone az will be will survive <laughs> he survived three thousand years he can survive a cannon blast it's all on you kid when when the portal zips up it's almost like this storyline is done but we know it's not oh we know it's but not. there's almost an acceptance of gladion and lily upon themselves they never really ask you for like Gladion specifically doesn't ask you for help he's he pretty much states this is my problem this is my family I'm going to solve it right and I think that speaks a lot to what you said of all we have all these little side stories leading up to this big issue and the issue isn't saving the world what you could look at it like that right because if the ultra beasts get out they could cause damage but the issue is more a family issue. Yes. And I, I love that. I think that is a really good way to tell a story and a journey. It's a good story. I will say that this was more captivating to me than previous stories in the Pokemon games have been. I found this to be, I don't know if it was, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too much into it until we're further down the line, but sure. I feel like this was more captivating to me than the majority of the like uh, more serious storylines that Pokemon has tried to tackle in previous games. I would agree with that. I mean, in terms of how I thought about this story, I really liked it, so, but I also have notes about later on. There's a lot to talk about later. <laughs> yeah. I will end, though, that Going back to the X and Y thing, which we're bringing up a lot, but I think it's a lot. La- it was the last game, right? So I yeah. think it, it's it's fair to same system. Technically, last game. not the last game. Last main series game. Yes, it's hard for me not to harp on. You're the only ten year old in the world that can stop this cannon that is blowing up the world. Yeah. Whereas when the Ultra Beasts get out and they go, they go places. There is this thing not mentioned where it there's no i need to drop what i'm doing to get these ultra beasts back there's no like okay you need to get all four ultra beasts or eight or however many there are before yeah. you go to the end of the game we'll just let them hang out in that you just let them hang out because space for a little while because indirectly the game shows that one you have kahunas yes you have trial captains and you have guardian deities that can all deal with the Ultra Beasts. Not defeat, but deal with it. Right. Whereas in, in, in a Pokemon game, let's just say, you know, let's just use Ruby and Sapphire. If Kyogre, if Groudon gets loose, which happens, you would think that Pokemon or other trainers or even specifically Elite Four members or gym leaders could get together and stop that Pokemon. 
it's not dependent on you as a 10 year old yeah that story does go down that route of like oh only you can stop that but with the canon thing in x and y why is it you like what's the elite four doing why can't they help what are all the gym leaders doing and i will give black and white not so elite now are you i will give black and white a lot of credit i love how the gym leaders come together at the end all right now let's not get crazy giving black and white credit (laughs) But that is a cool moment because that makes that makes their role in the universe seem important. Yeah. If I'm an Elite Four member, if I'm the best of the best and I'm not going to do anything when the world is in danger, what is that saying for your role as, as your status in the Pokemon world? Yeah. And so I think it is cool that Hala sees the deity or sees the Ultra Beast and goes, well, that ain't good, but... <laughs> I'm going to take it on myself to try to stop that. And we see Tapu Koko come in to, again, try to stop that. So it's almost like, I can help, and I will help. But it doesn't throw it in your face of, hey, we know you want to be a Lola champion, but you have to deal with these family issues. You have to deal... It doesn't do that to you, and I love that. Yeah, I mean, there's still... I don't I don't know how much to say about this till we get there, but... There, I still did get vibes of that, like vibes of it's not really your responsibility, but it's your responsibility, you know, like you're not really the only one, but you are, <laughs> and it's all stuff that's kind of, I mean, it it is very independent of what the like end game stuff is, but it's still precedes that in a way that makes it feel like the end game stuff is an epilogue rather than the finale. Yeah. You know? And I think another difference, and this is getting slightly ahead of ourselves. We're the getting other, real ahead of ourselves. The, the other difference is is Lily does ask for your help. Right? She says Yes. Well she, Gladion asks, but he just kind of assumes. He he just says to the group, we have a lot to do still. Which is like, oh, okay, I guess I'm coming along for this ride. He does say that, but one of the first things that Lily says on Pony Island, which we're gonna start the next episode off. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it's hard to talk about this thing specifically because so much happens. Uh Lily does say I know that this isn't your problem. Yes. This is my this is my family and my problem. Yep. But I could you help me with this? And Correct. That, and that's when you that's when you do the thing you do with her, but we'll get to that next time. Yes. And I like Before that. Before we end this though, there are there are some there's some last key things that happen before we depart. Let me hear them. Uh Gladion gives you a master ball, A. Which is really not that important. Let's be honest. <laughs> save would, it, save it like for your know. first shiny or yes. whatever. I would like to know where how he got one. But Yeah, that's another good question. <laughs> well, I think he gets it from the Aether Parrot. Like, they were working on it or something. They were working on the Ultra Beast Balls. Yeah, but I, I think... Because he comes back from a separate part of the Aether Paradise. And this is the point that he brings you your first flute. Either the Sun Flute or the Moon Flute. Which they just describe in detail that you have to play both of these flutes and then a then a boat that has a lion at the end comes up to shore yes you get in it the lion talks to you and then you find out later that the boat is actually the king yep spoiler alert and the king is actually n yes and then the gym leaders come together you and the boat (laughs) 
take a Ferris wheel ride together. It's really awkward. It, it's a, it's a stretch, but the old know, man boat tells you a lot about. I himself. really subscribe to this. I think it's I think it's a given. I, I at think this point spot. I think it's more spot on than UBO one and Lily. <laughs> but they do actually tell you that your your next goal or the goal from this point forward is to play the flutes to summon the legendary Pokemon. So when you what you guys are talking about, that's when Lily got the moon flute for you? We got I got the moon flute, yes. I thought that flute In was sun. I thought that the first flute was given to Lily. I wrote hands awesome moon flute, so probably. Yeah, because I think the sec again, this is getting ahead of ourselves. The second flute is your flute. Yes. Yes. So if I you mean have- you're traveling together, you both I mean, you know. <laughs> It's you only got Look, so much my bag clothes space. are my clothes. Lily is not getting any Keep of them, them separated. Separate them. I'm up. sick right now. We're my, not playing the same flutes. Okay? My three hundred thousand dollar pokey bag is not holding any of Lily's flutes. That's a lot of money. I've been hearing good things about this bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do think the first flute is Lily's flute because it's yeah. the opposite of your You're version. Right. So she gets we're playing sun. Micah yep. and I, we get the moon. She gets the moon flute. Irene. Lily is handed the sun flute. Yep, that's... Yep. It's orange? I don't know. I didn't really look is at it. Is there a sun on it? Probably. Not yes. like Gladion, because he's a sun too, but... <laughs> like my, now that you say it, my Dad flute, jokes. I did get the Gladion flute. It summoned the, the horse that you feed... Ki- did it get you the boat, though? The old man boat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The king right. was there. All right. Well, we're back on track. <laughs> and then Wiki is still super nice. Yep. You rest up and, and you leave. And we head off to Pony Island. We go get the thing. We get the the legendary thing. So that's that's where we'll leave off here. We'll start off the next episode on Pony Island. I know we got a little ahead of ourselves, but there was a lot to unwrap here. And I, I, I feel like if you've played this part, it's hard to just stop at that point, right? Like yes. This is where you kind of want to keep going. Uh, we'll be back for the next episode. We're going to be talking about Pony Island. If you want to follow Micah on Twitter, that is at Micah the Brave. If you want to follow Irene on Twitter, that is at Devin Carrots. If you want to help me pick out some really great uh, Christmas Twitter names, too, feel free. If you I always struggle with the Christmas ones. Micah the Slay. S. Oh, that's pretty that's good. That's really good. That's really Cancel good. Cancel your Twitter suggestions. We're done here. It's, it's, we already did it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dragging in Lake. If we I'm got, changing it right now, <laughs> I do want I do want to say if 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 we missed something, if we got anything wrong, or if we got something right, or if you had a different experience, all things welcome. Do not be shy. You can tweet at the podcast at Pokemon Podcast. A lot of you guys uh, expressed frustrations with Lana. Some expressed fun, uh, frustrations with Mallow, depending on what Pokemon got summoned or what didn't. It was great to hear those stories. Did you have trouble with Nanu and his Croc Rock? Please tell me. It's not just me. Uh, yeah, I can tell you, he, I, I steamrolled him. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't be shy. Uh, if we got something wrong, you know, we're not perfect, but feel free to correct us in a nice way. <laughs> not in a mean way. <laughs> if you're going to meanly correct us, maybe not reach out, but mostly, um, all you guys are awesome and everything. You can thank, yell at me. Thank, I don't care. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following the series. We'll be back with some Pony Island, not the game, but the island in Sun and Moon. So. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Mike of the Slay. (laughs) Super effective. Super effective. 
It's officially my Twitter name right now. I just changed it. Thank you. 